think it's a good look that Shane McMahon came out and shared with everybody that he didn't interject himself into the World Cup tournament in order to be the best in the world. He was more so jumping into the tournament in order to gain a win for the SmackDown Live brand leading into Survivor Series. He didn't want Raw to win by forfeit, and there was no other way for SmackDown to have a fair go at everything. I think it was a very good idea. I think Shane coming out on SmackDown Live to clarify that was the best possible thing he could have done for the blue brand, and it's going to be very interesting to see what uh, Stephanie has to say. Uh, regarding it on Monday Night Raw next week. I also think it was a good idea to have Daniel Bryan as the team captain of the SmackDown Live team going into Survivor Series streaming live on the WWE Network a week from Sunday. Also, I think it was a great idea for The Miz to come out and tried to stake his claim at the leadership role. He was limping, and, you know, as far as the story goes, his ankle is slightly injured. But, you know, it, it comes with the territory, apparently, and he deserves points for still coming out and being on the show. And I think it was well-deserved that he and Daniel Bryan were able to now both co-captain the team for, well, Team SmackDown for Survivor Series because they both play well off of each other and just as Shane said, they bring out the best in each other. Rey Mysterio and Andrade Cien Almas had an amazing match. You know, Rey being a lucha deity, as Corey Graves so eloquently stated, and Andrade being one of the best up-and-comers we have is it's a great it are two great elements that went at it and you know Ray picked up the victory in a very hard fought match but Andrade should not be overlooked in my humble opinion I think Andrade is somebody that can prove any doubter wrong and we already know that he's been great from the NXT days it's just going to be really really great to see how him and his business manager are able to work their way into a title picture eventually. On Monday Night Raw, Ronda Rousey had some very spicy words for our women's champion on the SmackDown brand, uh, Becky Lynch, the man. And she, Becky came out and cleared that air and tension with her own very, very, very provocative wordings. I think that Becky seems fairly focused going in. I don't want to call out what I think is going to happen because I'm very interested to see how Becky defends herself and represents the championship come Survivor Series. She was so fired up after the promo that Nikki Cross made her uh, in-ring debut on SmackDown Live, and boy, oh boy, was that a great match between the two. 
Of course, our champion won with the Disarm Her, but Nikki Cross looked amazing in the match. She's a, <laughs> a bowl of fire and just about as crazy as she's trying to convey herself to be. So it is going to be very interesting to see what the coming episodes bring as far as Nikki Cross and Insanity go. Continuing with the women's segment, uh, last week on SmackDown Live, I recall uh, Paige asking Charlotte to be uh, the captain of the SmackDown women's team, and Charlotte said that she's not necessarily uh, the right choice to be the captain, and I can understand where she's coming from. I can respect the humility practiced. And I remember Paige's words. It was a reminder of what Charlotte shared with her at a time and not letting success get to your head and not allowing failure to get to your heart. And this week on SmackDown Live, when Paige came out to uh, share with us who was going to be, well, who, yeah, who was going to be on the SmackDown women's team for Survivor Series, we have Naomi, we have Oscar, we have Carmella, we have Sonya Deville, and a... <laughs> yes, and we were supposed to have Charlotte, but when the music played, we didn't get a Charlotte. I wonder what is going through her mind. I wonder what was going on for her to not come out, but. In all of that wondering, we did get a shock appearance from Mandy Rose, who was fairly upset that her, uh, her, I guess, former tag team partner, her tag team partner, Sonya Deville, was selected, and she wasn't. I don't know why Sonya was selected over Mandy. Uh, I'm not mad at it. I would, I don't, I, I like both of them personally. I think they both are a great team together. I think they have very good chemistry all the way back from the Tough Enough days. And to uh, see Mandy uh, try to insult each and every one of the superstars, like calling Asuka, uh, you know, yesterday's news and speaking on Carmella and her dance breaks being uh, just like her title reign, short and meaningless and uh, attempting to speak on Naomi's marriage with one of the Uso brothers. It's, uh, you know, that, that led into a slight scuffle, which uh, Sonya Deville broke up, luckily, and uh, you can see the dissension forming. It's going to hurt for me personally to watch. I don't want to see those two. Uh, fight and break apart, but it is going to be what it is regarding the product, but that was, you know, a very, very interesting segment between the two of them, so we'll see what happens in the coming weeks, and we all need to find out who our fifth member is of the Raw Women's Team. Uh, Our SmackDown Tag Team captaincy was uh, decided between the Usos and the New Day, and Of course, just as the Usos have always shared 
There is no SmackDown Tag Team Division without the New Day and the Usos. These guys have gone to war a number of occasions in a number of different matches. And they've always, whether it was the pre-show or Hell in a Cell, they've stolen the show in my opinion. They've done a million and two things to each other in the name of inflicting pain. And it's always humbling to see what else these guys can pull out. I would recommend going and watching the match if you can find it in time or uh, tune in next week because now the Usos and the New Day are uh, going, they were, well, the Usos won and they chose the New Day to be the first representatives for the SmackDown uh, tag uh, position on Survivor Series streaming live on the WWE Network. I also enjoy how The Miz and Daniel Bryan were backstage attempting to work together in making their choices for who was going to be on the SmackDown team representing. Uh, they have a couple of picks already, and we're going to find out after Ray who is going to be and on the team representing between Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy. In the main event, we had Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy with The Miz and Daniel Bryan on commentary. And it was a very, very cool match. A cool commentary between the two. They had their moments where they were uh, a bit argumentative. But it was all in the spirit of uh, competition and wanting to see who would be the better pick, Jeff Hardy. In Daniel Bryan's opinion, being a better team member because of his long tag team tenure and how many times he's won the championships. And Samoa Joe from The Miz because Samoa Joe is literally what we can call a sports entertainment assassin. He is very, very talented at what he does. And in Miz's opinion, he would have been the best pick. So we see these guys in the ring going at it. It was a very cool back and forth match. No superstar had the complete upper hand until the very end. Jeff Hardy ended up hitting a twist of fate after Joe attempted to uh, grab him up in the coquina clutch. Jeff Hardy got out of it with the jawbreaker. That's where we got to the twist of fate spot. Joe's down. Jeff Hardy goes up to the top rope for a swanton bomb. And Joe gets his knees up leaving him the opening to put Jeff Hardy in the coquina clutch. Jeff Hardy taps out. Samoa Joe gets the win, and he is on our Survivor Series team representing SmackDown. I'm not mad. I think it's a good idea to have Samoa on the team. I think Joe is very strong, and he could play a major role in uh, leading or at least aiding the team in victory. Well, uh, you know, getting us to a victory. After the match, um, Joe was very upset that Daniel Bryan didn't have much faith in him, so he got in his face. Daniel Bryan, uh, no longer on the sidelines, he stands up in his face and, you know, I mean, Joe had his stomach all in his face, so it's like Daniel Bryan can't just sit there and let that happen. The Miz was attempting to have Daniel Bryan uh, keep his head cool 
so he doesn't uh, get into any sort of uh, squabble. But Daniel Bryan had already had his head set off. So Daniel Bryan gets up and delivers a complete forearm to Samoa Joe. Throws him in the, uh, they get in the ring. Well, I think Samoa Joe reversed him, threw him in the ring. Daniel Bryan was out, but Hadley was playing possum because as soon as Joe got in the ring, DB was able to grab his arm and get him into a quick submission, which Miz jumps in the ring and breaks it up. This is very key because he didn't fight him because Miz knew that they had to work together. Miz was actually attempting to be the cooler head in the situation. Now, Samoa Joe, I guess, rolled out of the ring or out of harm's way. And as Daniel Bryan is back to his feet, out comes Shane to, oh, pardon me, because Daniel Bryan then begins to beat up on The Miz. Then we have Shane come and try to uh, calm Daniel Bryan down, which was to no avail because then he was flipped over. Daniel Bryan looked, noticed it was Shane, but he's still clearly upset and he just got out of the ring and walked up to the end of the ramp to go backstage which ended our Smackdown live show I am uh, mind blown at just how quote unquote hot headed Daniel Bryan is in the moment but one can understand uh, what he's going through the pressure is mounting we're getting very close to Survivor Series, which is a week from Sunday, streaming live on the WWE Network, and we do want the blue brand to pull out a victory. We don't know what's going to happen next week, but I know we will be tuned in to see it. So, this is Blake, broadcaster from the shadows. Catch y'all next time.